February 3rd, 1690, the Massachusetts colony issues the first paper money in the Americas, revolutionizing the way Puritans did cocaine. Hey, welcome to The Revisionists. I'm a Brian Flynn. I'm a Zach Powers and our guest Mario. <laughs> and <laughs> of course, the the Wario to our Waluigi, <laughs> Gabby Gutierrez-Reed is here. Hello. <laughs> Listeners, make of that what you yeah, I mean, it raises <laughs> questions about who our respective Mario and Luigi are. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, we're collectively Waluigi. <laughs> so you, you and I are Waluigi. Gabby is, yeah, is Wario. Oh, so despite me having the exact build of Wario, <laughs> mm-hmm. like we could swap, we could share a wardrobe f- if we move. Honestly, physically, I am closer to the Waluigi uh, uh, type. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's because I'm an Aquarius and I feel like Wario has that sort of energy. I'm also, you know, Cancer Moon Scorpio rising. So, like, it just fits. Yeah, of course. Everybody um, knows that uh, What's your big Wario thing? is a Cancer Moon Scorpio <laughs> rising. <laughs> oh. Um, hey, we're back, listeners. Um, we... Thank you for coming back with us after our ho- extended holiday sabbatical. We are, I would say, rested and refreshed, but neither of those things are true. I mean, the, let's, the, the truth of the thing is, we've been doing this podcast for, I don't remember, I don't know exactly how long. Uh, Obama was definitely president when we started. Um, it was like 2015. Yeah, so nearly 10 years. And uh, we're older and adults and sometimes it's not going to be as regular like our shits it's not going to be as regular as uh, as uh, it once was mine is very regular i have oatmeal every morning <laughs> i honestly i am i thought i was regular until i <laughs> got used to what toddler shits were oh, like God. because you could almost like I'm I'm sure at some point some group of people used that instead of like a sundial to try to guess like the point of the the time of day. Um Yeah. That's it, when you showed up to work, your toddler's yeah. third shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. Okay. <laughs> it just hit the <laughs> Hit the snooze when you're just like, please keep that butt together. What? <laughs> that is not how. That's not how. That's not how human butts work. Um. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I mean, human centipede might, might. I am disagree. I don't know. <laughs> well, okay, but I'm not going to human centipede for like scientific <laughs> veracity. <laughs> I I'm going because I want to I want to see ass to mouth, but I don't want to admit to myself that like that's a fetish I have. Yeah. Like that's the reason to watch Human Centipede. <laughs> Listeners, please, I don't have an ATM it's not fetish. What, Let's not. 
it's not what Astamouth is anyways. <laughs> no, it's not. It is not. Is it? That's just ass yeah. eating. ATM. I love going to the ATM. I usually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the ATM ate my card. Um, what? Okay. Jesus fucking Christ. Sorry, listeners. I am a quarter of the way through one non-alcoholic beer. So I am feeling a loosey goosey. If you're new to the show, what we typically do, we take a topic from history. One person presents the official uh, Joe Biden government approved version of events. And another person comes up with. (laughs) Media. Oh, no. I do not want people to think that that is what we do. That is what Joe Biden does. But, um, man, there are are going to be stories in a few years that are going to be very much like what it sounded like operating in the Reagan White House was like. I don't know. Yeah, I think there's uh, some shit that's not true. And uh, in a few years, people are going to pretend that the shit that was not true just didn't happen. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that's also, yeah, um, history marches ever forward, unfortunately. Um, And then one person comes up with an alternate history, and the winner becomes the truth going forward, a conceit of the show that we came up with before uh, reality began to fracture based on what social media platform you sp- your uncle spent the most time on. In fairness, on. I guess um, propaganda of that sort did exist prior to 2015. It just yes. became more uh, <laughs> readily available. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had not, I don't think I had heard of Alex Jones before we came up with this show. Maybe no, I for had. sure you had. He's been around. He's he was. It was around. 2015. Yeah. yeah, he'd been around. He was like Glenn Beck was there. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, this is a fun goof em up, <laughs> and we're not trying to get you to drink certain supplements we're selling that are either going to make your butt implode or your abs explode. Um, That's our guarantee. Um, The structural integrity of your body should remain intact through one full episode of The Revisionist. (laughs) Um, Not valid in Connecticut. Um, We are continuing our series on the Mexican Revolution, uh, where we we last left off with the sort of second introductory episode on Porfirio Diaz and the Porfiriato um, and all the corruption uh, that happened and, you know, the killing of political dissidents. Um, certainly not going to be a thing that is going to happen repeatedly throughout a lot of these episodes. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and... This this episode we are going to be discussing Francisco Madero, uh, and I'll just I'm just going to say this off the bat: uh, there are going to be a lot in the next few episodes that are going to overlap with certain events here, uh, like when we discuss people by the name of Huerta, for example, or Pancho fucking Villa, or Emiliano goddamn Zapata. 
So, you know. And so uh, the previous episode also has overlap. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so. Which makes this podcast, it's this difficult thing. for the concept of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, but it, we're going to fucking rush them on this. We're going to see the same events from different perspectives. Um, and it's all going to be okay if we hold hands and jump into the abyss together. Um, mm. Gabby, you're doing the actual history? Yes. All right. Whenever all right. you're ready, take it I away. I tried my best with all of the things that I'm doing. And here we go. Thank you, Britannica, <laughs> and a little bit of Wikipedia. <laughs> mm, that's a good mix, like 70 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm mostly going to just be referencing the Britannica article, but let's, yeah. <laughs> let's start with the facts. When the hell was Francisco Madero born? Uh, I actually, uh, maybe you would have better. It's October the question 30th. on everyone's lips in, uh, in 2024. October 30th, 1873. That's not a Libra anymore, is it? <laughs> I don't I think, think that's I a Scorpio. I think that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's, I'm a Libra. So that's how. Yeah, I know fact, mine and my immediate It's definitely a Scorpio families. because my grandma is a Scorpio and my sister's a Scorpio. Yeah. And my grandma was born in like October 20, I want to say third. And my sister is November 17th. Okay. Just right in the middle. Mm. So there you go. Okay. The traits of a Scorpio that I just quickly pulled up are ambitious, <laughs> brave, yep. determined, secretive, intuitive, jealous, loyal, controlling, obsessive. I feel like that describes. <laughs> I feel. Yeah. <laughs> There were a few that I'm like, yeah, that fits. But I realized, oh, these are just <laughs> some of these are even opposed adjectives. <laughs> that, yeah, describes Francisco Madero um, so perfectly. Um, and then he died in 1913. And I guess we could get into that later. But And that's the true history of uh, where, where we got a rap. Madero, yeah, there you go. Um, he was alive and then <laughs> he, he was wasn't. born and he died. And that is too often how the story goes. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So I guess he was the son of a wealthy landowner. Um, and then he's college educated. I didn't look too much into his early life, but... He did go to college in uh, America in um, UC Berkeley, so uh, pretty hippie over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bit of a Nepo baby. A little also. bit of a Nepo baby. I guess he went to business school in Paris as well, which, fun fact, I learned my um, great-grandma um, was born in uh, France, so... I don't know. That's just random. Um, but <laughs> 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 and somehow my family ended up in Mexico at some point. But all right. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like one of those countries invaded the other <laughs> at some point. What? Um, <laughs> all right. He was short, slender, pale. Just, yep. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> a real Jack Skellington. Oh yeah, type. that's what. <laughs> and actually, oh, I looked this up um, because I was wondering, like, 
what the relation might have been like time period wise and um do you know jose guadalupe posada that artist mm-hmm. he did like those i feel like a lot of posters look like the way his art looked now but it would also be like zine like things like that would go out um but mm-hmm. i guess there was one that he drew i think of francisco madero called um let's see let's see uh, i'll also post this on the instagram yeah listeners. calavera so. Ma- maderista and it was like the print represents the skeleton of a drunken peon wearing a sombrero serape sandals holding a bottle of aguardiente de paras um which was a reference to the madero's family plantation distillery operation Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, there you go. Um, so I guess he was a bit like a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> are we all end, a aren't bit we all? like <laughs> a skeleton? In so much as uh, if you stripped away our skin and flesh, we would be one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, other attributes, he was a vegetarian, a teetotaler, and very spiritual. Um, yeah. And I guess his... So he lost a brother when his his brother was four years old when he passed away. And he kind of like attributed some of the things that he did in his life to his brother, kind of speaking to him in the spirit form. Um, So like his health, getting his health together, I guess his brother was like, stop drinking. smoke. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Although I feel like at this time, like with medical knowledge being what it was, it probably would have been smoke. More. Yeah, <laughs> people know smoking was bad yet in uh... more lead <laughs> in your pain. <laughs> ah. Rattle chains. Yeah, his brother was Dracula. <laughs> yeah, I, it did get a little drag. <laughs> um. So that yeah, I guess his brother influenced like his political career too. <laughs> supposedly um speaking mm-hmm. through the spirit realm saying he should stand up for the people we just and- shit yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i'm gonna start blaming everything i do in my life on my dead relatives <laughs> honestly people have gotten away with it for years. <laughs> my mom told me to do it um <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess, okay, so he was a believer in the moderate form of democracy, um, and he started a democratic club and political party, um, which I guess he, like, tried to become governor, um, but that didn't work out, um, but he didn't like Porfirio Diaz, that, um, that's definitely true, and... (laughs) I read this ahead of time, but I'm also rereading it right now, you guys. So this is yeah. how you learn history. <laughs> and also, like, to be fair, like, being a moderate, like, lowercase D Democrat mm-hmm. during the Porfiriato was f- fairly radical and dangerous. Yeah. Uh, not so much, like, being a, a moderate 
capital D Democrat in the context of the U.S. today. Sure. Um, then you're just like slightly left of Joe Manchin. <laughs> but it is weird because like, I guess he was criticized by like really conservative people and then people that were even more radical didn't like him that much because he wasn't radical mm -hmm. enough. So I guess you just can never be perfect when you're a politician. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if yeah, he had that on one of those si the slot letter signs <laughs> in the back of his Instagram set. Yeah, it's his. It's the economy, stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, life's hard on the campaign trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think uh, trying to appeal to the entire political spectrum from fascists to communists <laughs> that sounds hard to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah abortions for some miniature american flags yeah for i guess others. that yeah. <laughs> um oh yeah i guess so he um he was on that path and according to james creelman uh he said that mexico was ready for democracy um but he also said that he was going to retire um, but wait, is that sorry? Dia, that. that's a <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, but he changed his mind, um, because that's <laughs> what um dictators do. Now he wasn't a dictator, but <laughs> he was as almost as close as you could get. Well, being there's some like, dictator traits, and yeah. Diaz, well, being kind of like he's kind of flirting with dictators, and I feel like that's what they tend to do. They're like. I'm going to go, guys. Just kidding. I'm going to hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad little. <laughs> yeah, the classic. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like Putin, where he had like, uh, what was his name? Medvedev or something for a few years. And then he was just like, actually, yeah. it's just going to be me again. <laughs> like, you all knew it was me the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone's like, okay, but actually, like, this really sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess yep. that like um, caused a bunch of people to be upset, um, and that kind of uh, opened, I think, the doorway um, for Madero to kind of start that movement towards like the non-reelection uh, mm -hmm. idea that hey, maybe you shouldn't reelect the same person over and over again. Um, <laughs> and his book was really popular. It was called La Succession Presidencial in 1910, the presidential succession in 1910. Man, I forgot that this was also still an era where like people running for political office released books before they, <laughs> before they did. I, I keep forgetting that isn't like a new invention. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and people would read them and <laughs> That that has changed. I don't know that anyone has read one of those books in a long ass time. No, I think I, the last one, maybe Obama. Yeah, I think was Audacity the last of Hope time. did pretty good. Um, yeah, but since then, I don't know. Just video essays on YouTube and Instagram. Did I guess maybe Trump's? <laughs> uh, what was the what was the name of that book that Trump made in like the eighties? Oh, um, fuck. Ghost yeah, Road, um, really, but. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the art, art of the deal. deal. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I God. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I hate even saying it. 
<laughs> I just got really depressed. Anyways, uh, <laughs> his book called for honest elections, mass participation, um, and uh, really pushed towards like the political process and no re-election to the office of president. Um, I kind mm-hmm. of just like totally agree with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that makes me sad that Trump is running. Anyways, um, <laughs> let's see. So, yeah, Diaz changed his mind, was like, just kidding. I'm going to go for being in office again. And then Madero helped organize the anti-reelectionist party. Um, and that became his slogan, uh, effective suffrage, no re-election, um, which just rolls off your tongue. Yeah, this <laughs> <laughs> Is it better in Spanish? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure it might be. Um, but then he got arrested for um, fomenting a rebellion and insulting the authorities. Um, so that I think that was a ploy to kind of get him out of the way. But then he was released on bond and he escaped to San Antonio, Texas, where he published um, Plan de San Luis Potosí. And uh, he declared himself leg- the legitimate president of Mexico uh, and called for an armed insurrection to begin on November 20th. Uh, and he really, like, called for that. Uh, like, it was the start of a Mexican Revolution, right? Pretty much officially, yeah. Um, it's one of those things where people, like, say, well, it maybe it started technically here. But, yeah, yeah. this is... At this point, this is like, yeah, there's no more arguing about this. This is definitely <laughs> happening now. Yeah. Um, so that was cool, I guess. Um, <laughs> he had supporters that I guess, like, maybe someone turned on him later. Like, they were supporting yes. him. But um, Pancho Villa, Pascual Orozco, um, they, like, kind of kept that rebellion going. And then... Mm-hmm. The Diaz government, um, okay, besieged by crowds of maderistas, which kind of sounds like a fashion group. Um, <laughs> I just love that name. Um, they all were just like kind of pale and like lanky. Yeah, that's that's the maderista yeah. look. <laughs> <Maderista. It's> the <laughs> new Netflix show. Um <laughs> Yeah, they undertook negotiations with the rebels, and it all continued to spread. And I think it just got um, too hard for the for Diaz to control. It's, it's fun that their name is the Maderistas, considering a lot of his presidency's downfall was that uh, he had like kind of his moderation was too much for like people on both camps. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's just a thing I said, and it's not a joke. Yeah, no, it's it bears no relevance to current events in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, history doesn't have to be funny, and most of the time, it just is. <laughs> Often, it's, we've been doing this podcast long enough to know it usually yeah, is. Well, really trying to make it funny. We really should lead into but, uh, the absurdism of uh, the shortness of human life and how. Uh, <laughs> Legacies disappear inevitably. Yeah, look for our next series on the totality of the universe. The majority of people who have ever lived are forgotten and... uh... (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I have that children's book. <laughs> oh, I just get wasted every morning. Yeah, and try to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, with all of that, um, uh, he won the presidential election in October 1911 uh, with a sweeping triumph. Nobody wanted Diaz anymore. Get out of here. And he assumed office on November 6th um, and was hailed throughout Mexico as the apostle of democracy. Yep. And everything went great and we're done. And that is it. And he didn't actually die. That was a lie earlier. Uh, There's certainly not something coming up called the 10 tragic days. (laughs) Yeah. I did think it was funny that like uh multiple things i read they all just said what like his part of his demise was his lack of political inexperience which is crazy because he's like started a revolution yeah (laughs) but yeah i mean it's yeah it i guess there's something to be said about like the difference between like running a revolt and governing uh, disc one, disc two of Hamilton yeah. shit. Um, but also, like, no, he he had experience. It was just adapted to a system that wanted to keep the entrenched power in power, and so it's you have to do more. Yeah, to fight very much. Uh, I think uh, sort of um, Andrew Johnson esque. Not as bad sort of vibe where he's like, uh, we can't fully throw this shit out with the wolves. Um, we've got to like, let right. them have a say. Um, I wouldn't say Madero was as bad as Andrew Johnson in that regard, who I think was no. fully capitulating to the South. Oh, um, yeah. and is actually, uh, maybe still my vote for the worst president in American history. So, yeah, I mean, the the competition is certainly tighter. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that <laughs> it's there's a few more hats in the yeah. ring, but yeah, definitely up there. Yeah, um, yeah, he just wasn't. I don't think he was ready for the job, um, and he was excessively optimistic and idealistic. And I think when he won, he was probably like, "All right, that's it. I don't have to do anything else." Um, but what's yeah. sad about getting a job is that you have to work. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. That That is the part that they don't really tell you. The nice first. part is the money and the bad part is that you have to like do shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I haven't gotten an office job yet. Cause I'm like, oh, seems all nice, fun and games snacks galore but then you have to sit at your desk and really face what you have to do i mean sometimes like i'll remember like you know 50 feet away from my desk there's a whole box that has like pirate's booty and like chip ahoys in them um chips ahoy (laughs) then i'll be like oh yeah now i have to go back to (laughs) to to trying to fix Microsoft Teams. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say Microsoft Teens? 
<laughs> teams with teams. an M. Those teenagers that are on Microsoft. <laughs> Man, I think I I think I probably fell into the camp of being a Microsoft teen, but it's not it's not the kind of teen you want to hang out with at that age. You want a Mac teen, like let's face it. Yeah, it's cooler, sleeker, sexy Mac teen. Did not take off in the way that uh, TikTok did. Microsoft teens. Mac, Microsoft teens. <laughs> Come on, guys, just hang out with me on Microsoft Teams. There's a reason Microsoft is like, for many years, all their computers came bundled with single player games. Like, yeah. they are not <laughs> people who are outgoing. So Countdown to your uh, inevitable suicide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you play in mine? You're playing Minesweeper, uh, mine and it's like, how many squares away am I from just being like, I can't do this anymore? <laughs> that. Clippy comes up and it's like, it looks like you're trying to continue the charade. <laughs> Do you want help with that? Do you that? believe in the capitalist charade? <laughs> <laughs> you have nothing to lose but your chains. And that's and that's when Microsoft dropped and, Clippy. They actually But then also Clippy's <laughs> like, but you're a single person. You can't change the system. It's, it so it's weird. futile. Yeah. You got like super socialist. <laughs> <laughs> We both like, know that nothing will, nothing will change. The world? Don't you want to take all of the billionaires' money? <laughs> it's a fantasy that you're living in. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Clippy, and you should take down Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> it's when he turned on Bill Gates that it really became an issue. An issue. Yeah. Um, I like Clippy being... Um, yeah. A social socialist problem. <laughs> yeah. Look, I will take any fan art of socialist Clippy over some of the other pictures of Clippy I've seen in recent days, yeah. including pregnant oh. Clippy, uh, which is not something I wanted. To now I'm thinking of like Joker Clippy being like, <laughs> "I'm the Clippy baby." <laughs> Wait, that, is that a joke? Is that a joke? Is that a joke? Uh, I haven't seen the recent. Kind of. There, you haven't seen that clip? There's a very famous clip of of a a young man trying to do Heath Ledger's Joker. Uh, oh. He's probably twenty something, and oh, and he yeah, says, yeah, yeah, "I'm yeah, the yeah. Joker, baby. You want to know how I got these guys?" I forgot about that. <laughs> I like just making up lines oh, to your impression. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there is there is an upper age limit on when you can think the Joker is cool, um, <laughs> or like be that into the Joker, I should say. And it is probably twenty two. Uh, I think the Joker is a very good character, and he is occasionally done character. very badly. And he's a little yes. over. He's been oversaturated in the past fifteen years. Yeah, we are sodden with yeah. Although people, I think Joker, the, I, I, I he's one of the most famous antagonists I think in the history of fiction, and I think there is a legitimate reason for that. But uh, oh, no, he's a great character. But the the sort of the sort of obsession we see. Right. The if you're wearing like a hoodie or boring. like whatever, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is an intervention yeah. right now. Yeah. 
Batman never really tried that with with the real Joker either. So maybe that worked. I brought together all of your friends and family. It was really difficult because you have none. But (laughs) (laughs) I have Harley Quinn and the mailman and yeah, people in your life. (laughs) Joker's two best friends, Harley Quinn and the mailman. <laughs> the mailman almost sounds like the name of a DC. Yeah, there's probably a Batman villain called the mailman <laughs> who like was in one issue and was like, "Oh, the bombs in the mail." <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's just Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he already did it better. <laughs> I don't. I I think it was the FBI who came up with the name Unabomber. But I think it would be very funny if his like first draft was like, call me the mailman. Oh, <laughs> Delivering truths. <laughs> and also yeah. bombs. Truth bombs, yeah. Yep. <laughs> they go together. <laughs> he created the phrase truth bomb. Yeah. <laughs> he invented truth bombs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Get a man. load of this. Okay. All right. Let's get focused here. I... <laughs> Um, okay, so Madeira was president. He was all like, this is going to be so fun. And then everyone was like, boo, we hate you still. <laughs> I love the idea of going into being president saying, it's going to be so fun. <laughs> but no, Madeira was gang banged by reality, by conservatives <laughs> and <laughs> liberal the liberal agenda now. Okay. Um, <laughs> but so I, you know, it wasn't going well. And a former supporter of his, Bernardo Reyes, led the first uprising against him, which uh, was suppressed. And then two more consecutive mm-hmm. uh, rebellions led by Pascual Orozco, which was a former, I believe, supporter and the former president's nephew, Felice D- Felix Diaz. Oh, sorry, I was just like, man, how sad for your nephew to. <laughs> oh, it's Diaz. Never mind. I'm actually yeah. my reading comprehension's just okay. All right. So, <laughs> um, but Reyes and Diaz uh continued to plot against him, but they did get arrested. Um so mm-hmm. that that happened. And then the end came when a military revolt broke out in Mexico City, February 1913. Madero thought he could depend on General Victoriano Huerta to command the government's troops, but instead he conspired with Reyes and Diaz to betray him. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, And this was also um, done with the express, or sorry, the implicit permission of the U.S. ambassador to Mexico. Um, a man named Henry Lane yeah. Wilson, who will, probably will be an episode in the series. Stay in he your gets lane, Henry. Shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, he would not. <laughs> Henry Never Lane Wilson. I don't know. That didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> there was like, there was a time when, um, Because like you were saying, Gabby, this is like 1913, and it's right on the cusp of the transition from Taft to Wilson. And so Madero was like, 
well, there's going to be a new ambassador one day real soon, so I just have to wait this other guy out. <laughs> and then you get military coup, yeah. which a, a U.S. I'm, – I'm sorry, I'm still trying to also wrap my head around the idea of a U.S. – sponsored military coup yeah, it's crazy. in in a Latin American country. Um, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I've never been military coup, but I think it's probably really scary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I bet Madero was like, oh no. Um, this isn't as fun as I thought it was. <laughs> this is not fun anymore. You know what? I wish that was yeah. That's a good perspective. <laughs> I wish I could see Berkeley having bread bowls. I had on my bucket list get military cooed, and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, do I really want to do that? No. It's like no. skydiving, oh, no. where it's like, I kind of think it sounds fun, but maybe it'd be too scary in the moment. And actually, when I'm thinking about getting military cooed, I'm like, maybe I don't want <laughs> To be military. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever want to go skydiving. It's never been appealing to me. Yeah. No. I mean, also between the toddler and the cat, I feel like we are constantly at risk of being military cooed in this house. So, or at least whatever the equivalent is. <laughs> what would it be? The, cat? the Hernandez brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Menendez. Menendez. That's the name of the brothers that killed their parents. Oh, man. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> that's a throwback. <laughs> that's a throwback to some Leno, Leno monologues I remember from back in the day. Yeah, and also some a murder that happened. <laughs> yeah, a, a famous murder. <laughs> um, which, was that oh, like? <laughs> was that one of the good parent murders, like a Gypsy Rose, where we're? Mm, I like think everybody got it, or was it a bad bit. one? I think uh, it's one of the ones okay, where everybody. nobody was good. Oh, okay. Well. Boo! Yeah, the 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 uh, Menendez brothers were not doing it for like good reasons. <laughs> they wanted the money yeah. that their parents had. Okay, yeah, that's that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what, their parents were not abusive, wants. as far as I'm aware, but they were quite rich, so they probably did something shitty. But um... <laughs> <laughs> but the Menendez, the their children were not. They were the not people. trying to. To, to benefit rectify from... uh, injustice, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they were trying to get some money. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. That's. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm against it. <laughs> well, um, speaking of murder, yes. <laughs> um. While being transferred to prison, Madero was assassinated by an escort. And I don't think sex kind, just a regular escort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, um, it was almost like pretty audacious the way they like, because they were like going to move him from one prison to another or something. Uh, they were moving him from a prison, mm -hmm. I know. And they told the press, like, gather around the front entrance to the prison and you can have a picture. Um, and the, they brought him and his vice president, um, whose name escapes me now. Um, they brought them out the side door. And so where all the reporters could hear but not see 
uh, shot them and then shot up the car to make it look like an escape attempt. Um, and then they brought all the reporters around to be like, oh, they tried to escape, so we had to shoot them, uh, which is honestly kind of a classic move from the Porfiriato. Uh, I was going to say classic for like any like cops or... <laughs> Yeah, like, yes, also cops. <laughs> anyone who is used to just doing things because they felt like it. <laughs> we'll just do it and then say sorry later. Just make it work. There is, and I promise this is related, a book in the Clifford the Big Red Dog series. Um, Where Clifford gets assassinated. That is like... <laughs> the classic. Clifford gets a yeah. military coup. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All the smaller dogs, basically. Well, they're um, right. Why should he be in charge just because he's big? That's true. Yep. And he's a fucking commie. Because he has a glandular The big problem. red dog. Okay. <laughs> there is, like, one of the books is, like, the or- origin story of Clifford, um, which um, at one point. Toxic chemical? There's a part in it. No, no, uh, a girl's wish. Um, right. I don't like that. Yeah, but okay. for like her sick dog to be healthy and big, <laughs> um, which is yeah, it's a bummer of a fucking book. But at one point, like when Clifford starts getting really big, it says like the the landlord called the police, and it's just like oh man, these are these are the villains of the Clifford book. Oh no, no. Well, what? That's so a police. Clifford's anti landlord. Yeah, honestly, it, it kind of you get that vibe. I think yeah, Clifford's on the right side of history. <laughs> Clifford, you know what? Clifford, Clifford the big red cow. dog. He is on that side. Of, that red. <laughs> <laughs> Clifford joins the IWW. Oh my god! <laughs> Let's put Clifford Clifford in all these situations. <laughs> so the old history is that uh, actually Madero was Clifford. Yeah. The big red uh, dog. Clifford fights against anti-trans legislation. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Clifford blows up a pipeline. <laughs> yeah, Clifford stars in the movie How to <laughs> How to build the How to blow up a pipeline yeah. for kids. <laughs> oh uh okay so um madero's death though was um a symbol for revolutionary unity um and Mm -hmm. uh in the continuing struggle against the military despotism uh now embodied in the huerta regime his martyrdom made him an inspiration to democratic forces in the Mexican revolution, which is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. He, I think it may, it was in the last couple days of his mm-hmm. life when it seemed pretty clear he was suspecting that he would be killed after, after the coup, but before the execution, he wrote a letter to I, one of his family members, uh, where he was like, I don't, I can't remember the exact phrasing, but it was something along the lines of, surely they don't have the stupidity to kill me. Um, Cause we'd be, I would be greater in death than I could be in life. Um, which 
nine times out of ten, when people say they're going to be stronger in death than in life, they're they're full of shit. This is one of the times it's actually true. Um, where like a lot of the yeah, like you were saying, Gabby, a lot of the people who fucking wouldn't have really fought for him when he was alive were willing to like fight using his name yeah it's sad uh, like in the reality of it it's sad that that is the case and that happens a lot in history where people are not ready to stand up for something um and then once someone dies or enough people die then they're like well okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah Again, something not at all uh, relevant for... (laughs) Not at all relevant. (laughs) Uh, Gabby, thank you so much. Yeah, oh, could I do an honorable mention? Oh, Um, yeah, please. The first lady was um, Mm. Sarah Perez Romero. And I guess she was, like, by his side the whole time and really helped support him, bailed him out of jail one time with, like get raised money to get him out and um i think maybe met uh, just based on the names maybe met his sister at college when she went to school and maybe that's how they met i'm not sure um so cute oh. um college love story yeah oh that's nice that you had a little mm-hmm. little college romance um, <laughs> he was yeah, he had his little before. gossip girl era <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen Gossip Girl, but whatever. So some some whatever teen show where there's a little romance. Yeah. You seem cool. Degrassi, Degrassi sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess she appealed to Henry Wilson for help, um, and he they rejected mm. it. So yeah, they were super not on board for helping them out at all. Yeah, the U.S. What a country. <laughs> um, but Zach, whenever you're ready with the uh, alternate. Yeah. So I uh, uh, worked on an alternate today and I couldn't really get it to cohere. So I'm going to make it brief. <laughs> uh, Francisco Madero. Um, a lot of people <laughs> misunderstand the name Francisco Madero because what it actually is is Francis co-made R.O. Because he's a robot. He was a robot set from the future. (laughs) Created by Francis Company. And made Mm -hmm. by the, I'm going to say, Royal Order. Um, (laughs) That's that's why his name was Francisco Madero. It's why, mm-hmm. you, did you know he was the first world leader to fly on a plane? And that's because he was from the future. And he knew, he knew <laughs> that air travel would be commonplace one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was, uh, he was a logic bot, uh, sort of a Terminator-esque uh, sent back in time character who was made to uh, end the Perforado. Um, bring some semblance of democracy uh, and freedom to Mexico, which he did do. He 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 uh, uh, applied free and fair elections, but he did it with a rigorous logical bent that uh, did not calculate 
because his mechanical mind could not uh, human need into mm. the, uh, the 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 ideology of his 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 movement. Um, he uh, instead uh, was a believer in moderation, as all robots are. Um, <laughs> uh, the folly of their people. He had uh, also eight fingers. Um, <laughs> on each hand. Uh, four on each hand. I okay. was going to say four on each hand. Five and three. <laughs> what are we? T- but, Let's go okay. six and two. Six and two. <laughs> oh no! The weirdest ratio maybe I could have picked, but yeah, I'm going to go with six and two. Um, and uh, uh, he was he, he as a Terminator figure. Indeed, also, revolutionaries were sent back in time to stop him. Hmm. Uh, this is why there were uprisings against him. This is this is the goal of 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 all his opposition. Um, they are uh, the Sarah Connor to <laughs> Taros, weirdly centrist democratic. Terminator. <laughs> and also he was a bad model because they could just kill him pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't take like throwing him through a fucking steel mill. They 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 just uh, yeah, they no. just kind of shot him. It took him. bullets. Yeah. <laughs> um This is the long episode already. Um <laughs> But I'm also going to add that uh you know his life goal was to figure out what it means to be a president. And he, he went through many trials um, for a time. uh, He performed as a marionette with strings and He uh, he went to an island where he saw his fellow countrymen turned into donkeys, and then eventually he ran away from his country at the time when they needed it most, when he needed to do legislation most, to save his father from the future, from a well's belly, and um, that cost him dearly. But he found out at the end of his life that trying to understand what it means to be president is what being president is. Um, <laughs> is it though? <laughs> is it? <laughs> so. Yeah, no, Gabby, you're right. I yeah, got it. <laughs> um, so that is the tale of what it means to, to be a president. Uh, in the world, uh, the search for meaning, the search for the meaning of being president is what it is to be president. Um, uh, so that uh, was the last thought that went through his head. Um, and, then he, and then he got shot. Uh, so that's the alternate history of Francisco Madero. That's like really deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <President. 
<laughs> this is, I love the turn at the end. So oh, that's man. that's uh, Zach, yeah, thank you. Try to keep that one brief, but uh, yeah, he was a robot puppet thing. He's <laughs> like like likes uh, Liza Peed. You play that game? It's like that. <laughs> oh man, uh, listeners! Before we move on, I just want to say, hey, if you want to get with us and ask us questions well um, if you want to get with us not get with us i mean we're both i mean i'm engaged in brian you got to get with our friends first married yeah (laughs) brian is married and has a child brian's married okay honestly it would be more egregious non like uh, you know definitely uh i don't think either of us are in position (laughs) no certainly not uh if you if you want to Got to rephrase it. If you want to hop on this train, okay. Well, and <laughs> okay. let's do a third mm, take. Okay. Mm. okay. Um, if <laughs> if you want to join this wanna... human centipede, <laughs> if you <laughs> actually that that one works with me because you know what, no one signs up to 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 be on a human centipede yeah. unless unless you are. If you want to be on this human centipede, uh, wow. <laughs> what are what are what are your priorities in life, my friend? <laughs> Man, yeah, the, the moment most people's rock bottom is when they consider signing up to be a part of a podcast, Human Centipede. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, what the fuck was I talking? Oh, um, yeah, you can follow us on Instagram. That's what I was saying. Uh, that's what I was trying to get at. Uh, we could be non-sexual friends. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> revisionist underscore podcast. Uh, for all your non-sexual needs. Actually, no, not even all your non-sexual yeah, fuck needs. It, I don't of- give a shit. Uh, if you <laughs> masturbate to the podcast, I don't, that's fine with me. Oh, that's a totally different direction uh, than what I, I, I was going. I don't care. I mean, yes. Yeah. If, yeah. if if you masturbate to the podcast that, again, you have our consent. I, I have questions. Um, I mean, but I mean, just I can't, don't bring I can't it be there for all your needs. Like, do do your more, own yeah. thing. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's what makes it masturbation, yeah. you know, is that it's for you and you alone. Yeah. Lesson um, is you should have um, many things in your life that you can turn to. Yeah. Yes. You need a lot of outlets. It's, isn't uh, that what Francisco <laughs> Madero, like, lacked? That's the moral <laughs> of the story. <laughs> That's the I. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, Gabby, you are a fantastic stand-up. You, if you listeners are in the Denver metro area around Colorado or anywhere on the road, and you see Gabby coming, um, you should go to. You will go she to. She drives shows. a huge fucking truck that has. Uh, yep. You drive one of them curvy yeah. like Ram yeah. trucks with the, the yeah. thick honks yeah. her horn constantly. Yeah. I have balls mm-hmm. uh, hanging out the back of them that say. And the front. Yeah. I think actually the entire circumference of the truck is covered with trucker balls, right? Yeah. Yeah. It spells out boss bitch yeah. with the. Yeah. 
So if you see the truck with trucker balls that spell out boss bitch. That's me. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <That's> the... <laughs> um, you are going to be putting on a show at Denver's famous comedy works, March 13th, uh, right? I have to fill it out um, all by myself. So if you want free tickets, find me on Instagram and message me because yes. I would love to give you free tickets. <laughs> yes. Um, listeners, I'll put a link to Gabby's Instagram in the show notes also. Um, just to make sure you can get that and uh, follow her because it's well worth it. Um Zach, you co-host the Movie Trap podcast, which I know is still on hiatus, but uh, you got the you got the backlog built up, baby. Yeah, so you can listen to that. Uh, I don't know when we'll be back or if we'll be back. I, I assume eventually, but uh, you know, yeah, I'm doing my own life. Uh, sorry, folks. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not gonna plug shit because I'm just like trying to survive. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna plug food in zach's mouth um that's and uh for me listeners yeah i got nothing i can talk about right now other than to say um if you want to help out with some work that is important for us uh you can always Give your time or money to uh, Denver Food Not Bombs or um, Mutual Aid Monday, uh, two really important projects uh, in the Denver metro area helping our unhoused neighbors, um, or find a local chapter near you doing that. Um, it doesn't have to be here. Um, you know, but listen, yeah. uh, there's terrible shit going on all over the world and uh frankly i think brian and i are in agreement give your money to that first and then if you're rich yeah. you can give money to us also but yeah yeah, yeah if you if you have a, f a few bucks left honestly if you have like a million dollars left over i would i would take it uh if you're if you're scrooge mcducking uh all over the place hit us up otherwise don't don't worry about it um which brings us to the judgment phase of the podcast and i think i think my vote is going to go with the actual history though i did very much enjoy um <laughs> some of the some of the turns I did not expect Zach's alternate history to go. I had um, an idea and I just didn't know how to make it gel. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. should be a history That's... teacher. <laughs> Wait, Do you think that? I should be a history teacher? What the heck is? <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, yeah, I, Honestly, Actually, everybody who wins the actual history vote in this podcast <laughs> has certification to teach up to uh, mm -hmm. 12th grade history. Hell, I yeah. feel like we I don't talk about that very often, but you are now certified to teach history up to the 12th grade. That's why we background check and fingerprint, you know, all of our guests, just 
just in case, you know, you need to be ready to and go. And also, we're looking for the uh, the red main killer, so. <laughs> the red main killer? Yeah. <laughs> we thought it was Eddie Redmayne for a while. But yeah. Turns- I thought it was an Eddie Redmayne. Hmm. <laughs> Which is, we're keeping the name, though. Yeah. It's a good name. <laughs> he uh, killed our mutual Gabby, best friend, so- Brant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had this podcast with three people brant was the third co-host and uh yeah he got murdered so we're trying to find his killer yeah we keep getting letters for like where and brant, everyone and we invite we on people. is a suspect so yeah <laughs> oh, oh man <laughs> this show is actually sounding kind of good the more we the more we talk about it. But Gabby, it looks like you are not the killer. Yay. So Unless you're cleverer is. than we think you are, and then we'll have you back. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, any returning guests, we found new evidence that indicates you may have been at the crime scene. <laughs> um, so... And we we do, I should say, use outdated forensics. So blood splatter analysis, things like that. Uh, just a heads up. Um, we all, anyway, I started thinking about all the outdated forensic tools that are still in use and getting really You gotta fight out. You gotta fight AI somehow. <laughs> That's how we do it. We go back to fucking blood splatter and blaming the Irish. Yeah, I mean, just can we see how many fingers you have? Because we have an AI composite image of the suspect, and he has nine fingers. So do you have four, five? Looks like five. Mm. Mm, okay. Well, <sighs> back to the drawing board, wow. I guess. Yeah, well, <laughs> Gabby, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. And thank you for not being the murderer. You're um, that we know of. That we know of. Um, <laughs> Zach, thank you as always. Yeah, uh, miss you, Brant. Uh, yep. Yeah, wherever you are, Brant. Uh, He's we'll dead. I mean, he was in that ditch. So. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, listeners we'll see all of you at the crossroads (laughs) so you won't be lonely February 3rd 1509 in the battle of Diu the Portuguese navy defeats the combined fleet of the Ottoman Empire Venice Ragusa the Sultan of Gujarat the Mamluks and the Zamorin of Kolkata. And I guess the main problem is they should have got more dudes. February 3rd, 1870. The 15th Amendment is ratified. Guaranteed. Oh, sorry. February, February 3rd, 1870. The 15th Amendment is ratified. Guaranteeing voting rights to male citizens, regardless of race. Unless the state doesn't feel like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, February 3rd, 1918, 
The Twin Peaks Tunnel in San Francisco, California begins service as the longest streetcar tunnel in the world at nearly 12,000 feet. It features an interpretive representation of the nuclear bomb being created and a part where you watch a guy sweep the floor for five full minutes. <laughs> February 3rd, 1971. Frank Serpico is shot during a drug bust in Book... February 3rd, 1971. Frank Serpico is shot during a drug bust in Brooklyn and survives to later testify against police corruption, which might sound... I'm sorry, I'm very mumble mouth. February 3rd, 1971. Frank Serpico is shot during a drug bust in Brooklyn and survives to later testify against police corruption, which might sound not true because it's a story where a cop did something good. <laughs> <laughs> That's also like a pr Frank Serpico got shot in a drug bust is a, like a pretty good vocal warm up. Mm. Frank <laughs> like, Serpico got shot. Got shot during a drug bust. During a drug bust. Frank's I like the unique New York. New York, unique New York. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. 